بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآل الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين جل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف وجعلنا من أعوانه وأنصاره اللهم أخرجني من ظلمات الوهم وأكرمني بنور الفهم اللهم افتح علينا أبواب رحمتك وانشر علينا خزائن علومك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحم We've been studying humbleness and last week we ended with hadith about the danger of becoming arrogant we said Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is great therefore he has kibriya but for us who lack greatness if we want to pretend that we are great this is called takabbur this is arrogance and once I told you I don't know was in the same discussion or another discussion that actually when we look at ourselves we don't have anything great except our sins our sins are really great why because we have disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so this is greatness of our crime so a weak person a human being in his knowledge cannot be great in his akhlaq cannot be great in what we can be great in my body we are not great ya rabbir hamdha'fa badani yeah our body is not yeah but what we have is maybe sins which are great na'uzubillah in kana we say to uh, you know in dua after salat allahumma in kana dhanbi indaka azeeman fa'afuka a'dhamu min dhanbi if my sin is great in your sight but your forgiveness is greater than my sin so our crimes are great but allah's forgiveness and mercy are greater than us in addition to sins we have great potentials this is also great for example when it comes to learning human beings have great capacity and it's not only for adam we also share with adam the capacity but adam was taught all the names we are not taught all the names but otherwise we also have the capacity and this is why allah chose his khalifa from human beings but also we have great potential for going downward okay so we have potential for knowledge for good akhlaq but also we have unlimited capacity for going downward their only thing that every one of us can be proud of it because the potentials unless you achieve them are not something that you can be very proud of it of course we appreciate but it's not something that you can say this is my achievement or 
The scenes also definitely you know, not something to make you proud. Okay? The potentials are not going to make you proud. But the only thing that we can be proud of it is servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This makes us special. This makes us great. If Ilahi kafa bi izzan an akuna laka abda. It is sufficient for me as honor to be your servant. If we are servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is our great achievement. This is something that I can raise my head and say to all people of the world with pride that I am Abdullah. Isa alayhi salam, when he was just born, he said, Anni Abdullah. When we want to talk about Rasulullah, we say, Ashhadu anna Muhammadan abduhu. This is what Rasulullah achieved. Wa Rasuluhu, this is what Allah gave him. Abduhu is what he achieved. Wa Rasuluhu is what Allah gave him. But now, it would be a great sign of failure if we don't understand these things properly and we think that my own qualities, my own, I don't know, position or fame or family or tribe or party make me great. This is failure. If you think that without Allah you can be great, this is failure. So now you understand the value of humbleness. So humbleness, it doesn't mean that you lack honor and dignity. Humbleness is that you don't try to find your honor and dignity in the things which don't give you honor and dignity. You think that by thinking that you are better than other people or you are by yourself a special, sometimes you compare with other people. Sometimes you just look at yourself. In both cases, when you think you are great or better, this is the problem. If you want to really rise and ascend, you have to be humble and look your honor and dignity in being a servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, ulama have discussed in their books on akhlaq, Different things, different um, kind of solutions which can help us to get rid of arrogance and to make us humble. For example, Ayatollah said Kadem Hari in his book Tazkiyatun Nafs, which I introduced before. He says one of the things that make people arrogant is actually they lack honor in themselves we discussed this before if you remember those who are void empty they have nothing in themselves sometimes when they act they act as if they are very important but it's not because they are important because they feel the gap they feel the poverty they have nothing inside you know like zulm 
those who do injustice is not because they are powerful. It's because they feel they are under threat. They feel that they are going to lose their position. So they do zulm to protect what they have. You know, sometimes I mentioned this example. I think I told you in this example in the discussion about honor. For example, if you are a very learned scholar and your students ask you questions, you are not disturbed. You are very happy. But if you are a person who has just learned enough to teach one session, <laughs> so he's worried. If one of them asks me something that I have not prepared myself, what is going to happen? To every person who asks questions, you are disturbed. You are worried. And even sometimes you think that they want to trouble you. They don't have this intention, but you think they want to trouble you. Why? Because you are worried. When you are worried, you take anything that comes, even without, you know, for example, bad intention, you think that it's against you. What is the ayah in the Quran? Everyone who cries out, they think it's against them. Okay? So, Ayatollah Ha'iri says, those who have arrogance because they feel inside that they are not significant, they have no value for themselves, they should develop better understanding of the gifts that Allah has given to all of us. Okay? So instead of becoming arrogant, try to connect yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Try to discover all the treasures that Allah has put inside you. Then you don't need to improve yourself by lowering people down. Okay? So... So he says, if the reason for not being humble is that you feel you have no value, you feel you are humiliated, try to understand what can bring you back your honor. And that is connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is to discover and appreciate that great treasure that Allah has put inside you. Or sometimes you feel you have lost your honor because of committing sins. So don't commit sin. Repent. If someone is not a sinful person, then he would automatically feel something good and beautiful inside. A person who is cheating, he cannot have peace. A person who is a liar cannot have peace. Another thing that Ayatollah Ha'ari says, and actually it's very beautiful, he says, unfortunately, some people become arrogant. They lose humbleness because of ilm. Ilm is one of the things that has the potential of making you arrogant. And the other thing that he mentions is also ibadah. Some people... Because of doing ibadah, they become arrogant. They think they are special. These two, which actually should help us to become more humble and closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if they are not handled properly, they become 
barriers for connection to Allah. So he says, if Alim is Alim Rabbani, is a godly scholar who has knowledge and he implements his knowledge and his intention is good, the more he learns, the more humble he becomes. We had a discussion in the opening of Hosea. You remember I discussed this, that how those who have knowledge, they become more humble. Do you remember? I gave you also an example in the opening. What was the example? I said, for example, if, for example, always in your life there has been a ceiling, a roof on your head, like 10 meters. Okay? So if you go and stand on a chair and 60 centimeters, for example, above the floor, you feel yourself closer to the end of the world. 60 centimeters I have gone high. Because the roof is always 10 meters, and now with 60 centimeters, you feel you are very high. Yeah? Imagine, you have never been anywhere <laughs> higher than this. But this is not the example of a real learner. A real learner, the more he learns, the more the horizons will be opened for him. So if for ordinary people, the end of the world is 10 meters, for him is 10 kilometers. So he goes fast, higher, but he sees Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's greatest even more and more. So he understands his smallness more than other people. So if you really learn, you become more humble. You know, sometimes they say, you know, in the Hose, a person who is just starting learning. For example, you know, you go to Hose for a few months, you have learned many technical terms, you know, Arabic, Sarf, Nav, Mantiq, Usul, all these things. Then when you go home, after a few months, you know, to visit your parents, then you think that they should all come and bow down in front of you. You know, how many things I have learned. And you think you are, you are very, you know, great a scholar. So sometimes after two, three years, they think they are God. They know everything. For everything, they have an opinion. Then after some time, they say, no, I am just like a prophet, not God. Then they say, no, I am a marja. Gradually, gradually, after 50, 60 years, when they become Imam Khomeini, he says, I am a talabe. Of course, Imam Khomeini always believed he's a talabe, but some talabe takes them time to reach this point. When Imam Khomeini says, I am a talabe, he is not, you know, exaggerating. He is not, he's, even he thinks that this is great honor to be a talabe. You know, even if you are really a talabe, it's great honor. So, the beginning is very dangerous. You may become very arrogant, very proud of yourself. You think you know more than anyone else. Even you say, Maraja said this and I say this. And I know better than Maraja because they don't speak English. <laughs> and I speak English. <laughs> you know, how some people, you know, think like this and how some people, you know, listen to this, MashaAllah, 
what a great scholar Allah has given us, you know. So this is sign of not having little knowledge, which is there. There is definitely little knowledge, but more than having little knowledge, the sign of not being on the right track. You don't have little knowledge, great knowledge, okay, you will learn. But if you think that you are special, then you will never learn. And you will just collect and, you know, create around yourself lots of false ideas. You know, like, uh, you know, this caterpillar, you know, the, they put all these silks around themselves and then they die inside. So knowledge should lead to humbleness. If in the second semester of Hose you are more humble than the first semester, Alhamdulillah. If in the third semester you are more humble than the second, Alhamdulillah. If you don't make any success or you are actually becoming worse, Na'uzubillah. <laughs> so either Alhamdulillah or Na'uzubillah. So the distance is between these two. And the same is with Ibadah. Sometimes people who are able to do Ibadah, then they think they are special. Alhamdulillah, I have been able to do my Nawafil, my Salatul Layl, Hajj, Ziyarah, fasting, you know, recitation of the Quran. Instead of these making them more humble, they think they are, for example, too great, too rich. There is a, a story here, you know, it's a hadith from Imam Sadiq alayhi salam. Ayatollah Hairi quotes this hadith from Kafi. Ata alimun abidan. An alim visited an abid, a worshipper. You know, the difference between alim and abid is a lot. Even we have hadith that two rak'ah of alim is better than 70 rak'ah of abid. And in another hadith, is 1,000 rak'ah. It's not that you don't say prayer too often. It means that the value of alim praying is more. Okay? So, this alim visited the worshipper. فَقَالَ لَهُ كَيْفَ الصَّلَاةُكَ How is your prayer? The quality of your prayer, how is it? Do you know what did the worshipper said? He said, Someone like me, you ask about his prayer? You know, he found it too simple question. Don't ask me about my prayer. He thought that this is too little to ask him. You know, ask me about big things. I am worshipping Allah for 30 years, 40 years. Now you ask me about my prayer? How is your crying? He said, I cry so much that my tears flow. And, you know, come down. Then that alim told him. Fa'inna. 
ضَحْكَكَ وَأَنْتَ خَائِفْ أَفْضَلُ مِنْ بُكَائِكَ وَأَنْتَ مُدِلُّ He said, if instead of crying so much that your tears come, if you were smiling or laughing, but your heart was fearful, was better than now you think that, you know, you are a great person, you are a special person, and you are, for example, obliging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Innal mudil, uh, you know mudil from dalal, uh, you know like a, let's say darling, uh, you know, uh, when someone, you know, uh, wants to attract love, you know, in Farsi we say naz kardan, naz kardan, I don't know in English what they say. N you know, for example, a beloved, you know, does something to make the love of the lover more, you know, and for example, does, you know, so mention some of his, her qualities, mention some of the things that she has done to increase the love. This is called Dalal. So, this Alim said this, that if you laugh and you are fearful if you laugh and you are fearful it's better than crying but you are thinking that you are obliging Allah you, you have done a favor and you want to you know receive something in return the one who does this la yas'adu min amalihi shay'un None of his actions will ascend. If you want to do this and say, you know, I have done something special, then it doesn't go high. Anything that you think it was very great, then it remains with you. If it is great, okay for you. <laughs> it will not go high. So, there is a chance that Knowledge or ibadah, instead of taking you nearer to Allah, making you more humble, they can make you actually arrogant. Because something that you have to learn, and in Islamic ethics it is very well explained, is very important point. Are you here? Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Many times, if not always, the way you do things can be more important than what you do. The way you do things is more important than what you do. Your approach, your intention are the main things. Don't look at just the physics of the action. What is the difference between, for example, a person who is really generous and a person who is showing off? You cannot decide this according to the physics of action. You cannot understand who is a godly scholar or who is a selfish scholar by looking at how many books they have written, 
how many, I don't know, students they have. Yeah? You cannot, for example, decide who is Mujahid and who is, for example, I don't know, a person who is killing innocent people just by looking at the physics. Maybe he is Mujahid, maybe he's a murderer. Nowadays, many people call themselves, you know, Mujahid and they talk about jihad, but maybe this is not jihad. You know, the story of the person that was killed in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and they called him shaheed they said he's a martyr and rasulullah said he is shaheedul himar he is martyr for the sake of a donkey because he wanted to go and take the donkey of the enemy and he was killed <laughs> so he didn't give his life to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he gave his life in order to reach the donkey so he's not shaheed. So, so the physics of the action or the place that action is done, the time the action is done, they cannot tell you whether this was done in a nice way, in a good way, in a moral way, or it was done in a selfish way, in a satanic way. So the way you do things, the approach is very important. This is why Quran says خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاتِ لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا Allah created the life and death to test you which of you are better in action or the best can be both in action. It's not which of you is acting and which of you is not acting or which of you is acting more. It's not aktharu amalan. It's ahsanu amalan. Okay? So, the quality is very important. Of course, if you have a good quality, then the quantity is also becoming important. Yes? If you have a good food and you have more, then alhamdulillah you can feed more people. But if you have a poisoned food, and then you have plenty, so it's more trouble. Yeah? So if you are alim, and you study more, you learn more, alhamdulillah. But if you are a satanic alim or selfish alim, the more you know, even the more trouble. Yeah? Because you are going further away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then... Another thing is we should, maybe this is the last point, our time is over, our, our semester is over, and our 2015 year is over. So the last point is that maybe nothing like reflection can help. Tafakkur. If you want to make sure that you are humble or if you want to increase your humbleness or if you know that you are not humble alhamdulillah at least you know that you are not humble and you want to become humble the best thing is tafakkur is contemplation and reflection find out what really makes you think that you are special what makes you feel that you are 
important? Is it your, for example, degree? Is it your, I don't know, money? Is it your family? Is it your tribe? Is it your party? It's your position? What is making you feel special? And there are few lights that if you shed on these things, then you can realize that they are not that big. Shed the light of death on them. And see if they remain great. When you shed the light of death on these pseudo big things, you see they are useless. Not only they are not great, even they are not little, they are useless. When you are dying, your money is going to help you? Your tribe or party or position or fame, are they going to help you? But that light of death in the moments of reflection should come. You can, of course, wait till the death comes and you would see the, everything, but it's too late. <laughs> so bring the light of death. Bring the light of history and shed. Where is Pharaoh? Where is the greatness of Pharaoh? Where is the greatness of Saddam and Hitler? You know, how many people were frightened even to speak in front of Saddam, for example? And then look at what happened to him. Even he was not able to have a list of honor. You know, Quran says, Kam taraku min jannatin wa uyun wa zuru'in wa maqamin kareem wa na'matin kanu fi hafa kaheen. When you go to different places, when you look at the castles and palaces, always remember there were people who were living here. Yes? Even in these houses that you live, especially in the UK, at least few generations have already been living in your house normally. <laughs> it's rarely to find a new built house. So at least few generations have lived in the same house that you, were li you are living. Where are they? So if you shed the light of history on the things that you think they are great, then you will realize that they are nothing. If you shed the light of remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you would even feel embarrassed. <laughs> you feel embarrassed to think that you are anything. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين